0: for a single soul, reaching up further and stepping in closer, CG and TV, to you. Hello and welcome to Living Life. It's so great to spend time together in God's Word. Today in Luke chapter 3, we see the ministry of John the Baptist. Uh, What was the ministry of John the Baptist? He was telling people to repent in anticipation of the coming of the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, in fulfillment of God's promise. We too are looking forward to the coming of our Lord Jesus. And how are we to prepare for the coming of our Lord Jesus? Let's read the text together.
1: Luke chapter 3, verses 7 through 20. John said to the crowds coming out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath. Produce fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. What should we do then? the crowd asked. John answered, Anyone who has two shirts should share with the one who has none, and anyone who has food should do the same. Even tax collectors came to be baptized. Teacher, they asked, what should we do? Don't collect any more than you are required to, he told them. Then some soldiers asked him, And what should we do? He replied, Don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Messiah. John answered them all, I baptize you with water. But one who is more powerful than I will come, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hands to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn, but he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. And with many other words, John exhorted the people and proclaimed the good news to them. But when John rebuked Herod the Tetrarch because of his marriage to Herodias, his brother's wife, and all the other evil things he had done, Herod added this to them all. He locked John up in prison.
0: We see in our text today that John the Baptist acts as the prophet who brings a prophetic message to the people of Israel and also the ruler and the leader of Israel. We see in our uh, text, John sees the crowd, and then what does he call them? He doesn't mince his words. Immediately he calls them, you brood of vipers. And then he calls them to produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Well, what does that mean? What does repentance signify? Repentance signifies a change of heart that is evidenced by change of actions and behaviors. And so John is calling the crowd to a change of action to keep up with... The repentance. Do you not only want to be baptized, but if you want to be baptized into repentance, like you must show a change of action, change of behavior in your life, according to John. Uh, so he is calling all of us, like John is calling all of us, to a change of action uh, that is caused by a change of heart. Repentance. Do you have any unrepentant sin in your life? Do you have any area in your life where you need to honor the Lord or follow the Lord Jesus? Here today, John is calling us first that we must all bear fruit. We must all produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Why should we repent now? John tells us that like, we must repent now because the judgment of God is imminent. Like It's about to happen any time now. In verse 9, John says, The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that doesn't bear fruit good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Or when he talks about Jesus in verse 17, His winnowing fork is in His hand to clear the threshing floor, to gather the wheat into the barn, but uh, He will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. So both cases, John is pointing us to the final judgment where Jesus, the ultimate judge, will come to separate those who are His true followers and then those who have rejected Jesus. And also, why should we repent? Why should we repent? Because Jesus is coming soon and the judgment is coming soon. So, how should we repent then? Here, John is calling them to a specific life change uh, based on where they are in their lives. To the crowd, uh, John calls them to a a life of generosity. They are to share their resources freely uh, with those who have no provision in their lives. And then to the tax collectors John tells them to stop you know collecting more taxes than that are necessary that are required in order to, for them to get rich so give up the desire to get rich and just collect enough taxes that the government requires and then to the soldiers John calls them to stop extorting money and then just be content with your salary in other words a fruit of repentance must be evidenced by how we use our money how we talk how we live, um, how we treat others. I heard a pastor share this illustration once. Imagine a friend comes to you and he is so late to your meeting with him, appointment with him, and then he says, well, guess what? On the way here, you'll never guess what happened. What happened? And then he starts telling you that, well, on the road, I was walking on the road and then there's this huge Mack truck that is Roaring at me at 60 miles per hour and then it just hit me like right in my body like right in my body and I flew uh, like 20 feet in the air and I fell down and And then I ran over here. That's why I was late. So Yeah, I got hit by a Mack truck on the way here. Would you believe that story of a friend? Chances are you wouldn't believe it. Why? Why wouldn't you believe it? Because if you got hit by a Mack truck running at 60 miles per hour then something is going to look very different about your body. You're just not going to look the same. There's just no way you get hit by a Mack truck running that fast and then look the same. Well guess what friends? The God of universe has struck you with His grace and you had a living encounter with the living God of the universe in His grace by trusting in Jesus. If you really have trusted in Jesus, and if you really had an encounter with the Lord, then something's going to look very different in your life, right? Something you must bear fruit, you must produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And then second, John tells us that we must warn people about the coming judgment. We must warn people. Notice how John is pointing people to Jesus Uh, who is so glorious, so worthy, that John is not even worthy to untie his sandals. And then uh, John says he is the ultimate judge. Jesus is the ultimate judge who will come, and everyone in history of the universe will have to give an account to this judge. And Jesus is the only one who is going to separate the true wheat from the chaff. And he's going to burn up the chaff in the unquenchable fire. Jesus is the only one who can save us from the wrath of God that is coming against the world by dying on the cross for our sinful rebellion. That's why in verse 18 John the Baptist is saying he continues to exhort people, warn people, proclaim the good news to the people. And he exemplifies, models for us like how we should live. Like this, uh, He not only warns people about uh, the coming judgment, but we see later on that he is warning the ruler, Herod the Tetrarch, about his sins. And and this made Herod so angry that he locks up John the Baptist in, in a prison cell. But it doesn't stop uh, John from fearing someone who can destroy the body but cannot destroy the soul. Rather, we see John fearing the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. So you and I have been commissioned by Christ to go and make disciples. And this means telling, like speaking forth the Word of God, the Gospel to the people around us, this greatest news in the world, and tell them about the coming judgment against sin uh, in the world. And We see um, how you might say that, oh, but like, I'm afraid of, you know, what might happen to me. Like, I'm afraid of the cost. i I'm afraid of losing my reputation. I'm afraid of getting rejected. But we see how Jesus is portrayed as someone who will baptize us with the Holy Spirit. And this promise comes true in Acts one, when Jesus promises, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon us, and we will be the witnesses of Jesus to the ends of the earth. And, and we're not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. And so you and I must warn and tell people about the coming judgment and the Savior, Jesus, who died for our sins. So, in the end, we remember that Jesus promised that He will come as the ultimate judge for the living and the dead. And so, how are are we to prepare the coming of our Lord Jesus? First, we must produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And then, second, we must warn people about the coming judgment. Oh, may God give us grace to live today uh, to prepare the coming of our Lord Jesus. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for your promise that uh, you, you will come again. Uh, Lord Jesus, you will come again to, uh, to judge the living and the dead. So may we live today Uh, to prepare the coming of our Lord Jesus by, Lord, producing fruit with our repentance and also telling people around us about the coming judgment and the way to be saved from our sin. Thank you so much for entrusting us with the greatest news in the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.